Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Wilson, a Georgia guy right here from Metro Atlanta area. Coach Wilson, good to talk to you, man. How does you guys up at VUMI, man? Yeah, things are going great so far. Um, I appreciate you having me on. And uh, being an Atlanta guy, man, I grew up there my entire childhood and went to high school and middle school there and still get back there a lot to recruit. And uh, so, so I always, you know, I'm still a big Hawks fan, Braves fan, uh, everything. And so I'm always cheering for Atlanta. And uh, really happy to be on, but it's been crazy. Uh, my head has been spinning and uh, just trying to get my roster figured out and hire a staff and then wrap my head around the whole military piece of everything. And so um, it's been really good and I'm excited to be here, but it's been a lot of work at the same time. Now, Coach Wilson, uh, talk about the military piece of it because I know in VMI, there's no grad school, there's no, you can't transfer in there. So you get to find the right young man for that program because it's a little different you can't go in the portal you can't go to juco it's however you have to really build this thing from the ground up and from scratch you can't find the right fit for you guys yeah that's a great question um i'm looking for guys with a chip on their shoulder um i was actually recruiting down in atlanta this past week and um what has happened is there's a lot of high school kids that are getting overlooked right now because of the transfer portal and because of the way the NCA has, has set up all the rules. And so there's a lot of good players out there. We just have to go find them. And there's a lot of kids that could be really good players in the Southern Conference, but for whatever reason, have fallen through the cracks and aren't getting recruited. And it's, my, it's me and my staff's job to go out and try to find those guys, um, guys that can be high-level players at this level, um, but have just been overlooked through the process. And, I think most college coaching staffs right now are have their attention focused on the transfer portal. And so I do think there's an opportunity for us to go out there and get some really good guys right now. And um, I actually got my first signee uh, yesterday from Parkview High School there in the Atlanta area. And um, so I'm really excited about him coming in. And, um, you know, VMI is a really tough academic school. And so the admission standards is tough here. And so there is a particular type of kid um, that we're going to have to look for and try to find. But that also makes it uh, that also allows our coaching staff to focus our attention uh, in, in certain areas. 
No doubt. And you know what's good about it? Uh, I've been watching ball for over 30, 30 years, Coach. Um, 35 years old. Now my dad was a coach as well. Um, the SoCon's always been tough, Coach. You know, even back in the 90s, early 2000s, it's been tough. And think about who's been in SoCon. Steph Curry's in SoCon at one time. <laughs> Davidson. So, so think about the history of this conference. Talk about how it's gotten better from top to bottom with the coach and the players in, in SoCon. Yeah, the Southern Conference is, in my opinion, probably the most underrated league in the entire country. Um, if you look at the net rankings of the different conferences over the last five years, the Southern Conference has been in the top 12 out of 33 leagues in the entire country over the last five years. So it's one of the best leagues. Um, it's a league that I'm really familiar with. Um, I coached in the Southern Conference as an assistant coach for seven years. When I was at College of Charleston, um, I had the pleasure or, or displeasure of going against Steph Curry when he was at Davidson. And um, as a matter of fact, his junior year at Davidson, when they were coming off the Elite Eight run that they went on when he was a sophomore, uh, College of Charleston, we beat them in the semifinals of the Southern Conference Tournament and ended his junior season. And, um, you know, so it's a league that I'm really familiar with, um, a league that uh, I, I coached at two different institutions, at Georgia Southern and College of Charleston, when they were both a part of the Southern Conference. So I feel like I have a good feel for what it takes to be a really good player in the Southern Conference, for what it takes to be a successful program in this league. And like you mentioned, like there's been a lot of great coaches that have recently left the league and taken high major jobs. You know, you look at Mike Young from Wofford, who's now at Virginia Tech, and you look at uh, Wes Miller from UNC Greensboro, who's now at Cincinnati. And you look at Lamont Paris this past year from Chattanooga to South Carolina. And so it's a league where there's been a lot of great coaches that have come through here. And, um, you know, it's going to be a real, real challenge here to get this thing going. But it's one that I'm really excited about. No doubt. And like you said, Coach Wilson, like, yeah, it's a tough league. You know, the coaching is so high quality. The play's high quality because you have a Furman, an ETSU, a Greg Gary down the road from me here in Macon down and Mike Jones at UNCG. Like, you know, we also hey, Coach Conroy's making it still there. Like, the game, the coaching for the roster in the league already is top notch. So I know it's going to play. It's going to be good. So like you say, every night, you know, he's night out there. And you and now with you being in here at VMI, Coach Conroy being in still you can't say the military school is going to be a win anymore because I know you guys where you all come from. Like, you all going to be playing hard every night. Yeah, I got my hands full. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. I got my hands full. There, there are some great coaches in this league. And, and like I said before, um, it's a league where guys have, that have springboarded their careers to, you know, major jobs. And, you know, so there's a lot of good coaches that are established in this league. And I'm coming in as a first-time head coach, and I'm going to be chasing those guys. And, and I know that. Um, and it's not going to be easy to get there, um, especially when you're talking about guys who have been in a place for a long time and have established a, a culture and identity. And I'm coming in, and I'm going to try my best to be able to disrupt that. But, um, you know, I'm excited for the challenge. That's the biggest thing. Like, there's certain challenges here, and I'm okay with that. I look at it as an opportunity, um, not necessarily a challenge, and, and I'm ready to meet that head on. You you played for Coach Leonard Hamilton, a, a guy who's on the show a lot here. Uh, you've coached Coach Crimmins of Georgia Tech, 
days as well. And you yeah. coach with Mark Byington, a guy who I know very well from Georgia Southern, the Statesboro. So talk about what those three men have meant to your career professionally and personally. Oh, man. You know, I, I get emotional sometimes when I talk about these guys because of what they've meant to my life, but also to my career. And um, just a great fortune to learn under three of the best in the entire country, but also at the same time, three very different leaders. And they go about their business very differently. And I think that's something that's really going to benefit me because I've been able to take a little something from each of them and form that into my own identity. And, you know, I, I feel like I've been ready for this opportunity for, for a long time, and now it's here. But, um, you know, with Coach Hamilton, he didn't recruit me to Florida State. I actually signed with a guy named Steve Robinson who got let go after my second year, but then Coach Ham came in. And, you know, you never know how it's going to be when there's a coaching change as a player. And I, I actually had this conversation with – with our players here at VMI, uh, that I've been in their shoes. I know what they're going through with the uncertainty of having a new coach come in. But with, with Coach Ham, um, we saw eye to eye on a lot of things. And my strengths as a player were things that he emphasized as a coach. And so I was just really fortunate um, to have Coach Ham come in and that we saw eye to eye on so many things. But he's been a great mentor to me. Um, one of the best defensive coaches in the country. And so it really helped me with my defensive identity as a coach. And then, you know, getting the opportunity to go with Bobby Kremens at College of Charleston um, was an opportunity that I never saw coming. You know, obviously he was a great coach there at Georgia Tech and has his name on the court. And for a long time was probably the most prominent sports figure in the city of Atlanta um, during the 90s and uh, just had it absolutely rolling. But he recruited me at Georgia Tech, and I almost went there. You know, there was a lot of rumors swirling around that maybe he wasn't going to be the coach there anymore, and this is back in 99, 2000. And so I just wasn't 100% comfortable going to a school where I didn't know who the coach was going to be. So I ultimately ended up going to Florida State. But he's somebody that stayed in touch with me during my playing career. Uh, when I was at Florida State, he had gotten into ACC commentating, and so he was doing a few of our games every year. And so I just kept up that relationship. But Man, you, you talk about a guy who built his career off people loving him. And Coach Kremens is not uh, – <laughs> I don't want to undermine him in any way, but, but was not the best X's and O's guy in the world. But, man, you talk about his players and staff and anybody who's ever been around him would run through a wall for him and just built a career off being a great person and people wanting to do their best for him. And so I was able to take that, you know, from Coach Kremens and, and just uh, the right way to run a program, the right way to treat people. And um, then I got an opportunity to be with Mark. We took over a really tough situation at Georgia Southern where they had seven straight losing seasons before we arrived and ended up having the winningest era in Georgia Southern basketball history over the seven years that we were there. And so what I learned from Mark was just how to build a program from the ground up and how to build a program when you might have certain disadvantages compared to other schools in your league and how you can overcome those. And so, you know, I'm just really, really fortunate to be able to learn from those three guys and just be able to pull something from each of them and form it into my own identity. I hear that, Coach Wilson. I know, like, for, for me, 
when I was a co-host, I was always kind of thinking about it in my head, how I, when I became the actual host of my own show. So for you, being an assistant coach role, how did you kind of prepare your mind for becoming a head coach? Because I know when you're in that role, you, you want to aspire to be the head coach eventually. So how did you kind of prepare for it in your mind when you worked for Coach Crimmins and Coach Byron's in those years you was with, with those two guys? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, Coach Byington really put me in a role that within our programs at Georgia Southern and at JMU that helped prepare me for this moment. And so at Georgia Southern, I was our offensive coordinator. And so I implemented our offense. I taught it in practice. I taught it behind the scenes with, with film work. And then when we moved to JMU, he wanted to improve some things defensively within his program. And so he gave me that role. And I became the defensive coordinator. And so I've been able to coach and teach and show and practice both sides of the ball. And Coach Byington gave me that responsibility, I think, to prepare me for this moment. And it's something that I'll forever be appreciative and grateful for that he gave me those roles within his program. And I think it's really helped prepare me for this moment. I hear that, Coach. You know, like I said, you know, like you said, when you have people who really want to see you succeed and not not insecure, you know, it's the highest business is, Coach, even in radio, too. Some people are very insecure about their position. They want to really help you move on to somewhere where they might take their spot. So the fact that these guys really gave to you and poured into you doing your up, up and coming up the ranks here shows me they really who they really are because a lot of people, some people are scared to do that because they don't want to get replaced by, by that person who they're giving their knowledge to. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, you know, especially in this business, it, it's such a competitive cutthroat business and it's really hard to find good people to work for, people that you can trust and people that you would consider family. And that's one thing I've always looked for as an assistant coach is that I wanted to work for people like that. I wanted to work for people that we're going to look after my best interest, not only for myself, but my family as well. And so I think that's one thing that's kind of forgotten in the coaching industry and the coaching world is that there's a family aspect of this too. And it can be really tough on a family when you have a wife and kids and you have to just pick up and move. So like, for example, uh, last Monday at 1030 in the morning, I was in a recruiting meeting for JMU. And I got the call from the athletic director here at VMI saying that I was the guy. I was talking with the VMI team at three o'clock the same day. And so my kids didn't even know this was going on. They didn't even know this was a thing that I was involved with this job. And so my wife went to pick the kids up and we gave them some pretty, you know, life altering news that, hey, uh, dad got a new job and we're going to be moving and uh, it's going to be happening quickly. And so... You know, it's it's a wild business, but it's it's a very rewarding business. Um, it's very challenging at times, but um, I love what I do. And I've just been really fortunate to work for really good people who have looked after me and who have had my best interest at heart. That's what for your coaches. We work for Atlanta guys. So what is your favorite spot to eat when you're back <laughs> home, man? <laughs> uh, that's easy for me. I got two spots. Okay. Two spots. Uh, I got the varsity. Yes, sir. <laughs> and the original varsity, not not the ones out in the outer skirt, the ones right across the street from Georgia Tech. Yes, right that's that's the one. I, that's the only one I go to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my spot right there. And then I like Mary Max downtown. 
Hey, we uh, here, coach, we on it, buddy. <laughs> we we're the same man. wavelength right there, man. Hey, yes, Mary Max and Varsity. Also, I love the name is crazy, coach. Six six feet under. I love that up in Grand Park. Oh man, I hadn't even checked that place out yet. Yeah, seafood is off the charts. And this is good for you and your wife. Raised on raised on the river up there in Cobb County. Oh yeah, I've been to that spot. Yeah, That's a great so, spot. Yeah, great so, spot. so yeah, those are spots I like to go to, man, because I love some seafood. I love good, I love varsities as well. So yeah, man, Coach, we 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 we, we can have a whole show about Atlanta food if we wanted to. Whole segment about that we wanted to, but I know you're busy, man. Coach, thank you for your time today, buddy. And when you're in town, man, let's get together. When you're in town recruiting, let's meet up. To, when you're in town recruiting, Coach, and I'll give you my number offline, Coach. That sounds good, man. I really appreciate your time and for having me on. Anytime, buddy. All right. Have a good one. All right. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.